Warning, you are about to enter uncharted territory. Don't say we didn't warn you. A territory that you may think you know, but nah, you have no idea. Well, I mean, think. Maybe nope. Right now, you're probably thinking, I've heard these stories, yeah, but trust me, okay. not like this. Just get ready. We are not pastors. <laughs> no. This is I'm not a sermon. Not, I'm kind of a pastor. Do not come to us for doctrine or deep mythology. Okay, 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 okay. We, We've heard. Let's start the show. I beg. Thank you. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. It's the 6-2 Stallion, Thoroughbred Nigerian, Riccio Fanchulo. Jaja! How's it going, guys? It's your boy, Chikulala, a.k.a. the voice of logic and reason. Let's get it. What's really good, world? It's your boy, Zeke, a.k.a. the prophet with honor in his own country. Let's go! No AKA still. Nah. I didn't think it, uh, we, he's really vexed. You don't deserve <laughs> that, me. That, he's really vexed. That's good. Let's... Let's stop, just let, let, let just it, just let it go. Okay. I know my worth. Okay. No, no. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're right. Let me stop asking him before he, before he, he it brings it back. We were just talking about um, the platitudes that people put on their Facebook. I know my worth. It's mostly girls, too. It is. Mostly girls. <laughs> Especially going out of a relationship. Yep. Oh, going or out of. Out of a yes. relationship. I'm never, ever going to shed a tear. Over someone who doesn't know my worth. I know my I worth. I know my worth. That's all. I'm that strong. I'm a strong, beautiful <laughs> woman. If you can't see that, that's something wrong with you. You guys are doing something <laughs> called subtweeting right now. You're, you're, t- you're talking to someone specifically, I know. But... Oh, we're, we're talking to a whole genre of nope. people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a whole culture. It's a whole culture. Welcome to another week of Bible and Plantains. That's just a uh, preview or a sneak peek behind the scenes of what happens before we jump on air. Yeah. Um, but we're not here for the knowing of worth. <laughs> <laughs> we're here to tell you these great stories, and we're on part three of the story of Joseph. We're going to jump into that story. Um, he is in prison right now, and we're going to get going on that. But before we do that, I will, of course, as always, give you an opportunity to get your plantains ready. Get your plantains out. Make sure that you have them fried in my opinion but of course you could boil them you can bake them you can grill them if you want no popcorn hear me no popcorn okay plantains that's what we eat um and thank you to high me's haberdashery they've been so kind to host us to sponsor us and to give us a spot to record our podcast every week so mad shout out to high me's haberdashery uh, come to Jaime's if you need some clothes. That's what I'll say. And accessories. Formal and informal. You come here looking like a Philistine. Leave looking like a clean, clothed King David. Follow the Bible and Plantains on all your social media. Any of your podcast platforms. iHeart, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Music. We everywhere. Everywhere. Everywhere and anywhere you want to listen to us. Just type in the search box Bible and Plantains. There's only one. You won't miss you won't miss it. We're nope. there. There's there can only be one and is only one. Bible and plantains on all your um podcast platforms. And of course, make sure you you share, you subscribe, hit the notification button. Make sure you know when fresh manna is falling from heaven and hitting your plate every week. Let's jump into the story. Genesis chapter 39 is where we left off last time. Potiphar had just thrown Joseph in, in prison. Because he was falsely accused of trying to rape his wife. And uh, 
Joseph is now in the prison. And we left off last week with Zeke wanting to give you a spoiler, and I cut him off. Let's start there. He's now in prison. And, of course, the Lord was with Joseph in prison. Of course. Mm -hmm. Showed him a lot of his faithfulness, and, and Joseph became a favorite of the prison warden. Everywhere this guy goes, he becomes the favorite of the person in charge. Except his, his family. Except his own family. <laughs> Although the person in charge loved him. His dad. His dad. Yeah. So his dad. you're right. Yeah. You're right. Everywhere he goes. So he's now the favorite of the prison warden. Before long, the warden put Joseph in charge <laughs> of all of the other prisoners and over everything that happened in the prison. Say what you will about Joseph. Yes. The guy has some good management skills. Oh, my goodness. The I guy can run... A household or a prison, he can run. It stuff. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it is. Put him in the put him in the middle of a, like, a war. He'll I be a general. Got this. He'll, he'll run the war. I run it. I got it. Oh, um, sorry, you might want to. It's like, nah. um, did I? Did they put you? Did they put you? Oh, me. You, <laughs> All right. So please shut up. I got this. Who's the Hebrew star here? This guy can run. You're right. A household so well that even the crops were growing better. Right. Yep. You guys, even, he's the even livestock. running. Yeah. To where the king, the guy's like, well, what am I going to eat? <laughs> this boy has so much food. What am I going to eat? Exactly. Now, like, the prisoner, the, the warden is like, oh, these prisoners have been so violent. Yep. They're rude. They're raping each other. Yep. Joseph comes in. Over. Cleans everything. it all up. Cleans it up. The ward, So much so that the warden had no more worries. No. Because Joseph was taking care of everything. Can just like imagine? Potiphar. No worries. I need a Joseph. I, need, I just need a Joseph just to like be my assistant. Guy, if you have a Joseph in your life, you oh, yeah. open the Fortune 500 company. 100%. And you'll be the and owner. You'll, and you'll do nothing. And you'll pay him 70 grand a year and he will make you a multi-billionaire. And you'll mm -hmm. do nothing. Because you, you'll have no worries. Where, you, am I, where am I vacationing You would pay year? him more because you want to keep him. You don't want to lose that no, type of jo a guy. No, jo Joseph is not he that. He not go anywhere. He's not going anywhere. He's loyal. He's a, he's a good boy. He's loyal. That's true. I'll pay him so. He's, 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 he's like Giannis in the NBA. Like, exactly. The guy's or like, not going or like, or like Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's, you're going to have him for 20 years. Yeah. One and, team. And when he leaves, he will thank you. Yep. For the 70 grand a year that never <laughs> went up one penny. <laughs> one penny. <laughs> in 20 years. Screw inflation. <laughs> you're not rising with inflation. You're going to make 70 grand a year. Better save that money. But if anything ever happens to him, I'll take care of it. Oh, 100%. And he, and he always gets a free lunch in the, Everything. In the, in the Every, castle. Yeah, he's good. Free lunch. Good money. Not dinner, though. Just lunch? <laughs> Just lunch. Nah, I think you would treat him better. Well, you know if I this would. guy makes you a multi-billionaire. You, you know I will treat yeah. him very yeah. well. Oh, yeah. He'll be good. He'll be good. Of course, everything he's doing in the prison succeeds. And uh, he's now in charge of all the activities of the prison, the prison yard. Now, if you recall in part one, we all know that Joseph is a dreamer or had dreams, and interpreted his own dreams to his brothers, yep. saying that they would come and bow before him. So keep that in mind that Joseph can interpret dreams. Sometime later, in chapter 40, verse 1, Pharaoh's chief cupbearer and chief baker offended their royal master. Pharaoh became angry with these two officials, and he put them in prison where Joseph was. You see? This is exactly why he said that Potiphar did not believe his wife. It's why Joseph is still alive. Because this guy's just offended the royal master. And what's their punishment? Put in prison. 
prison must be like the minimum. <laughs> that's, that's the starting. That's the starting, starting point. Before starting point. they decide to behead you, you go there first. You just go to go, prison. Yeah. So if you try to rape an Egyptian high-ranking member of society, I don't it's think not just prison. Just, yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I, no, no. I think you're going to yeah. get hurt. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think we agree. I know I'm going to hurt you. And 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 Pharaoh would be okay if you're like, why did you kill your slave? Oh, he tried to rape my wife. Oh, okay, what? Cool. Why did you kill more of them? Is what he would say. <laughs> yeah, you, you have his family. Like, so make make an example them. of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the cupbearer, by the way, is the mixologist. Mm. He's the person who brings the, the original wine. Original douchebag, right? <laughs> 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 mixologist. He's the mixologist. Flipping the, flipping the cups behind his there. back. Yep. Walking around like like the own wine. Wearing suspenders with mm. shorts. And and and, and douchebag. The, the guy. <laughs> the guy. The guy to offend Pharaoh. <laughs> he probably thought to himself like, "Oh, I got this. On yeah. this whole concoction, I got this." Maybe he typical, tried to flip a cup and it landed on Pharaoh. Yep, mixologist douchebag mentality. He yeah. was shaking the shaker and yeah. the thing splashed on Pharaoh. Over. Yep, yep. On his brand new white. After Pharaoh told him, "Stop doing that in Egyptian my face. Just bring the he drink, said, okay?" The, the, the royal master. So that means he must have been spilling drinks like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and I bet you this is what they look like. They probably have like a mustache, <laughs> yeah. just a mustache with no with no no goatee, just a long mustache, just, just, just or or, or just a soul a, a soul, soul patch. patch. There you go. The episode of subtweets is what this is right Gross. now. <laughs> God, you know that. who I you are. hate mixologists. Man. Uh, so the cupbearer, the mixologist, and the baker, they end up in prison. They remain in prison for for quite some time. Imagine. And the captain of the guard assigned them to Joseph, who looked after them. Wow. Insult. You wow. can't assign Egyptians to be looked after by his I mean, he, he basically he was just he looking was, over their pod. Yeah. 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 So while they were in prison, the mixologist and the baker each had a dream one night. And each of none of them knew the meaning of the dream. When Joseph saw them the next morning. He noticed that they both looked like upset, confused. And he asked them, why are you guys look so anxious and worried today? Like, what's, what's going on with y'all? And they replied, we both had dreams last night. And then Joseph said, ooh, and like, not that kind of dream. <laughs> <laughs> Gross, guy. What is wrong with you? My bad. Better question is, what is right with you? <laughs> and then here comes, and the, this this is why... Joseph got sold. So <laughs> let's 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 go ahead and read the next passage and you'll understand why this guy got sold by his brothers. The go. the mixologist, the baker said we both had dreams last night. No one can tell us what they mean. Joseph responds. <clears throat> Interpreting dreams is God's business. Go ahead and tell me your dreams. Wow. That's why he got sold. Interpreting dreams is God's business. Tell me. So go ahead and tell me. Ooh. I got you. Or oh, don't walk around confused. This is why I got this is why I got sold. He has a little bit of there's just that they all have it. <laughs> no, seriously, all the all the characters we've read through, they all have that I don't I don't want to say arrogance because I don't, I don't want to be rude, but they have that confidence where it's just like, look, you're the king, you're a failure, your dad was a failure, you're a failure, you're all failures. <laughs> but you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and tell you what this means. Oh, oh no. You're being a failure, your life is over. Your rule is over. Keep your presence. I am a slave. <laughs> and I'm telling you this in front of all your boys at your party. Screw you. 
This guy, same thing. If somebody said to me, interpreting dreams is God's business, go ahead and tell me your dreams. I'll just leave. hundred <laughs> percent. I'll walk away. hundred percent. I'm walking away. What, what am I going to stand there and engage yeah, I, you get, this Zeke, this guy, this, this, that whole phrasing there sounds like you. That's it, something it does, you yeah. would do and say. It does. It does sound that's like why, That's why he hates it. That's why I hate <laughs> He hates himself. <laughs> <laughs> I, hate, I hate others interpreting. I hate others fighting the think, game. Think about it, think That about sounds it. just like Zeke. That's a Zeke. That's a Zekeism right there. That whole phrasing. Even the way he says, go ahead and tell me your dreams. You, you like right. it. You like it. <laughs> you actually enjoy that. <laughs> I do enjoy it, but I said that's why he got sold. That's why he got sold. Yep. Yep. Is that is that arrogant? So the mixologist told Joseph his dream. Here's the dream. In my dream, I saw a grapevine in front of me. The vine had three branches that began to bud and blossom. And soon it produced a cluster of ripe grapes. I was holding Pharaoh's wine cup in my hand. So I took a cluster of grapes, squeezed the juice into the cup, and I placed the cup in Pharaoh's hand. That's how they used to make juice? Just with their hands squeezing the juice? <laughs> <laughs> disgusting. No wonder, no wonder the mixologist is, no, is, this is guy in jail. Is disgusting. This guy has no common. I said, just with his hands. Just squeezing. Just squeezing into the cup. Here you go, Pharaoh. Drink up. <laughs> we don't know where your hands are being, guy. <laughs> Despicable. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph said to him, this is what the dream means. Without the, even batting an eye. No, no, no. He got it. The three branches represent three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift you up and restore you to your position as his chief mis- mixologist. How many people does Pharaoh have in prison, do you think, that he forgets? Oh, they, 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 they rotate. Yeah. You probably just remember this guy. Yeah. Oh, oh, where is that? Oh, you put him in prison, sir. Oh, oh man, go like, release him. Get him out, get him out, get him out. I meant to, re- you know, you, you, he meant to release him on Saturday. Yep. yep. He put him in prison on Wednesday. Let it's him supposed to be a 24 hour thing. And, and, and then he like, forgot. I forgot. Yep. And then that's the risk you run when you're bullying that time, man. Yes. If he forgets, you're just there. You're there for quite some time. No as lawyers the Bible appealing. Said. Nah. Nah. No, nothing. Nah, just nah. Hope. Just hope that, remember. Yep. Hope that the Pharaoh sends for you. Uh, So, the three branches represent three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift. You up and restore you back to your position as chief mixologist. And please, when you get back into the good graces of Pharaoh, remember me. Do me a favor when things go well. Mention me to Pharaoh so he might let me out of this place. So Joseph was one of those people who was just completely forgotten. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thrown into prison. They forgot about him. What if I forgot about him completely? Yep. I was kidnapped from my homeland, is what he said, the land of the Hebrews, and now I'm here in prison, but I did nothing to deserve this. So he's asking the mixologist, yo, just look out. Look out for me. I'm, I'm, I'm helping you out. Yep. You help me out. You, when you get out of here, three days you're going to be out, okay? When you get out, remember me. Put a word in for me. That's so sweet. Chief Baker said, my turn. Mm-hmm. He saw that Joseph had given him or that given the first dream a positive interpretation. He said, I had a dream, too. In my dream, there were three baskets of white pastries stacked on my head. The top basket contained all kinds of pastries for Pharaoh. But the birds came and ate them from the basket on my head. 
Joseph responds, this is what the dream means. The three baskets also represent three days. Again, he didn't hesitate. Nah. There was no... Okay. I got it. He knows exactly what it means. I got it. Three days from now, Pharaoh will lift you up and impale your body on a pole. (laughs) Guy, keep that one to yourself. Guy has no chill. The birds will come and peck away at your flesh. Guy, keep that to yourself, Joseph. What the hell? (laughs) I I hear it nonsense. You gotta be that descriptive. (laughs) Just chill. (laughs) And by the way, you know, you know for a fact that at night, when that guy is up on the first night, Joseph is awake to looking at him, like (laughs) counting down. 29, 28, like it's three days is almost here. Three days is almost here. Joseph is mean. Pharaoh's going to impale your body on a pole. The birds will come and peck wow. away at your flesh. Tell me, hey, Baker, today's the day you die. Yep. Morning. Morning. Oh. You just wake up and <sighs> just like looking at you, just like, sad day. Now, Pharaoh's birthday actually came three days later. And he prepared a banquet for all his officials and staff. He summoned for his chief mixologist and his chief baker to join the other officials. He then restored the chief mixologist to his former position. Uh, unfortunately for the baker, it didn't end well. Pharaoh impaled the chief baker, just like Joseph had predicted. I wonder what the baker did. <clears throat> I wonder. Chief baker is on a pole. Birds are eaten from his flesh. Wow. The mixologist is back restored to his position. But he forgets all about Joseph. Never gave him another thought. Because he's self-absorbed. Never gave him a shout-out. Nothing. Nada. Two full years later. Can you imagine? Two full years. We're now in Genesis chapter 41. Pharaoh dreamed a dream. And the dream was that he was standing on the bank of the Nile River. In his dream, he saw seven fat, healthy cows come up out of the river and began grazing in the marsh grass. Then he saw seven more cows come come up behind them from the Nile, but these were scrawny and thin cows. The scrawny cows stood beside the fat cows on the riverbank. Then out of nowhere, the scrawny, thin cows ate the seven healthy fat cows. At this point, that must have been a terrifying dream. Can you mm-hmm. He woke up. Pharaoh woke up just in cold sweat. Cows eating each other. Can you imagine like seven skinny cows just, <laughs> just eating up fat cows? Yep. What kind of nightmare is this? Yeah. It's a nightmare. No. And, and then the fat cows are just <laughs> as, as they're getting swallowed <laughs> by the skinny cows. Who don't even get they don't gain weight? They don't gain the weight at all. That's, yeah, that, that's very terrifying. He tried to go back to sleep and he had a second dream. This time, he saw seven heads of green, plump, and beautiful growing on a single stalk. Then seven more heads of grain appeared, but these were shriveled and withered by the east wind. And the thin heads swallowed up the seven plump, well-formed heads. Then Pharaoh woke up again and realized it was a dream. So, apparently the seven... Sounds like an acid dream. Yep. <laughs> He's on acid. Must pure, pure Egyptian acid. Just Egyptian acid. The so next morning, Pharaoh was 
those hands grease grapes. Loosen the gin. I had like probably didn't, probably didn't even squeeze grapes. Probably nothing. Else. Just like, like you know, the guy is stupid. The cup bearer is stupid. So probably just <laughs> a random. It's because I said mixologist. He can't get that. He's steam. I hate them. He's so mad. I hate those. Oh my gosh. They're the worst. <laughs> the next morning, Pharaoh was very disturbed by his dreams. He called all the magicians and wise men of Egypt to come and try to interpret the dreams. And when Pharaoh told them his dream, not one of them could tell him what it meant. Remember, this is two years later. Mm-hmm. Now the chief mixologist spoke up. Today I have been reminded of my failure. Some time ago, you were angry with the mixologist and I mean, with the baker and myself, and you imprisoned us in the in the palace of the captain of the guard. One night, the baker and I had a dream and each dream had its own meaning. There was a young Hebrew man uh, in the prison who was a slave of the captain of the guard. He told we told him our dreams and he told us the interpretation of those dreams. Everything happened just as he predicted. I was restored to my position as chief mixologist and the chief baker was executed and impaled on a pole. So he finally remembered to give Joseph his shout out. Jerk. After two years. Two years. But is it a little bit of self-preservation? Do you not? You just got out of jail. Go ask for a favor. Do you, right. And then immediately go ask for a favor? No. Nah. Yes, that's stupid. You Two can't years do that. though. You can't do that. I mean, he forgot. There was no opportunity. He eventually he forgot. forgot. You can't forget. Yeah, you can. No, you can. You can forget. When no, you, you, you can't. You're, 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 you just saw your boy get impaled. Yeah, guy, you're not. You're not. You're not. You're, you're not. I wouldn't. Two have years, him. guy. You forget. This is the man who impales people, guy. I'm, 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 every I'm time, I'm, every time next... I'm mixing a drink, I'm gonna remember why I'm here. Like, no, but, but he was waiting for. He was waiting for an opening. This is the perfect opening to bring in it a is. Hebrew boy. You can't just be like, "Hey Pharaoh, are you? Uh, how, how's it going, sir? Good. Um, can you please release this?" I'm like, "There's a guy I was locked up with." Um, no, he didn't. He didn't. He did. He wasn't waiting for an opening. He was reminded of his failure. Is what he said. He just. He was prompt. He did forget. You guys are I, right. Yeah, he forgot. He, he forgot. And I think it's. It's real. I, I was call, at first calling him a jerk, but I think it's reasonable that he forgot. Mm, I don't think so. If I, as soon as I get out that jail. And I saw my chief baker friend get impaled. Every time I'm mixing a drink, I'm a, I will consciously remember I'm restored here. My baker friend got impaled, and I'm restored here because I mean, and I will remember the whole reasoning behind it. Like, yeah. there's no way I'll forget that. But you're not restored because of you're not Joseph. restored because, but but you, what you were told actually happened. Your right. your fortunes were told to you because of Joseph. Or you knew your fortunes before it happened based on Joseph's interpretation. I, I don't think I would forget. Every time I mix something, I will, I'll remember. Because he didn't really do anything for you. He just interpreted a dream for you. He just told you what was going to happen. But and it the, was already going to happen. The whole story, the whole storyline from what happened to his friend, the baker. Like, you don't just forget your boy getting That's impaled. That's real. Even if you remember that he got impaled, you remember, oh, he got impaled and... This was told to us by this guy in the prison. Like I don't know. Yeah, that's me. Anyways, I think I, he would he would spent like a, a ton of time just trying to get back into 
Pharaoh's good graces. I, I agree with that. I agree with that, but I don't. I'm saying I don't think I would forget, yeah. even if it took me two years to bring it up. Well, which, I wouldn't forget. <laughs> it took him two years. Pharaoh sent for Joseph at once, uh, and Joseph was quickly brought from the prison. They shaved him. They changed his clothes. Then they pushed him into the courts to stand before Pharaoh. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I had a dream last night, and no one here can tell me what it means. But I've heard that when you hear about a dream, you can interpret it. Now, let's see if Joseph would, if Zeke would have responded like how (laughs) Joseph responded, knowing that there's some similarities between Zeke and Joseph. I'm not a snitch. (laughs) (laughs) It is beyond my power to do this, is what Joseph said. But God can tell you what it means. And set you at ease. So when it's when it's powerful people, you're you're humble. But when it's just ordinary riffraff, that makes sense. That's God, <laughs> that, 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 that's God's purview. That makes sense. But go ahead, tell me. So Pharaoh told Joseph his dream. He recanted the seven fat cows getting eaten up by the seven sick-looking cows. He then told them that he woke up went back to sleep and had a second dream and the seven full heads of grain were devoured by the seven shriveled up, blighted and withered uh, heads of grain. Um, And he asked his magicians and no one could tell him. So Joseph responds to Pharaoh. Both of Pharaoh's dreams mean the same thing. God is telling Pharaoh in an advanced way what he is about to do. That's a little arrogant too. Like the dreams are too advanced for you, Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. So just just so you know, God is telling you in a in a more complex way that maybe you just don't quite understand. But I'll I'll break it down for you. The seven healthy cows and the seven healthy heads of grain both represent seven years of of prosperity. The seven thin scrawny cows that came up later and the seven thin heads of grain that came up later represent seven years of famine. This will happen just as I have described it. For God has revealed to Pharaoh in advance what he is about to do. The next seven years will be a period of great prosperity throughout the land of Egypt. But afterwards, there will be seven years of famine so great that all the prosperity will be forgotten in Egypt. And famine will destroy the land. This famine will be so severe that even the memory of the good years will be erased. As for having two similar dreams... It means that these events have been decreed by God and he will soon make them happen. That's the interpretation. Seven good years, seven bad years. Famine. So, he continued and said, Pharaoh should find an intelligent and wise man. (laughs) Boy, is good. And put him in charge of the entire land of Egypt. This boy is good. It wouldn't hurt if he's if he's handsome too, <laughs> and well built. And well built. Well built. There you go. <laughs> maybe maybe spend a few years in jail. Yeah, you know, <laughs> a guy who's who's never failed at anything. At anything in his life. Yep. You know, just, you know, a guy who's interpreted dreams before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then Pharaoh should appoint supervisors over the land and let them collect one-fifth of all the crops during the seven good years. Have them gather all the food produced in the good years that are just ahead and bring it to Pharaoh's storehouses. Store it away. Guard it so that there will be food in the city. 
Um, that way, there will be enough to eat when the seven years of famine come to the land of Egypt. Otherwise, this famine will destroy the land. So he already, he, he gave him a proactive plan. Yep. Like, just so you know, here's what you should do. This what you, that but laid it out for him. That proves that the guy was good at his job. Mm-hmm. The guy was good. Right like, there, he right was there, like, there, he was just like, you. all right, seven years, one-fifth, one that'll fifth. be able to, enough to feed. I even, I, I even love the math for yeah. the one-fifth. He just knows from experience. Everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. The boy's good. So, Joseph's suggestions were well received by Pharaoh and his officials. Pharaoh asked his officials, can we find anyone else like this man, so obviously filled with the spirit of God? <laughs> then Pharaoh said to Joseph, since God has revealed the meaning of the dreams to you, clearly no one else is as intelligent or wise as you are. You will be in charge of my court. And all my people will take orders from you. Only I sit on my throne and will have a higher rank than yours. He's now, again, this is the worst one. <laughs> I love you. I, I, I can just imagine doing this announcement. Spotify just looking at his wife. Mm-hmm. Not a word being said, just looking at her like, I'm going to kill this woman. <laughs> I'm going to kill this woman. Yeah, because that was his boy. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now Spotify is Joseph's boy. And now he's actually worried that the guy's been stewing in jail. Oh, you know I'm coming for you and your wife. Is he coming for me? You know I am. You know I, you're going to starve. You're going to prison, Potiphar, 100%. Your wife, straight to jail. No talking, no oh, begging, your, no Your whole household. Like, I'm, I'm tearing everything down. You're, you're no longer the captain of the guard. I'll be like, hey, sorry. I've been shown that you're a, you're a liar and a thief. So you and your wife bounce. Hey, Pharaoh. Pharaoh be like, uh, what? Uh, Potiphar refused to leave. Potiphar. Oh, I'm out, sir. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Run away. And only sir from now on. Yep. Sir. <laughs> if I say, hey, Potiphar, how are you doing? I'm good, sir. Joseph, how are you? I'm good. Hey, Potiphar's wife, come here. Yes, sir. No, okay. But if we, mm. we, if we go back and, little we, action. and we talk about the whole mercy. So Potiphar did have mercy on him and just threw him in, in prison. I'll have mercy on you, too. So that, that accounts for something. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Oh, his wife, though. She's... No, you're going to prison like you, too. You for the streets. Like you, I'm giving you the I'm giving you the mercy you gave me. I'm showing you the mercy you showed me. I'm giving you prison time. hundred <laughs> percent. You, you can't put me in prison for something I didn't do. And no, his, his wife is definitely getting double the years that I did in, mm-hmm. in, in prison. Um, and no food. Yeah, Potiphar's definitely not the the captain of the guard anymore. You have, you lack you lack judgment. Mm. You just have poor judgment. You can't even divorce her. No, you you know your wife is you for the know, streets exactly. Not me, not and, me. And, and you're putting other people's lives in peril because she's for the streets and you can't accept that in your life? No, nope. I can't, I can't nope. have you be... You can't, you can't, can't, you're not the captain. You're not the, the captain guard. guard. By I, the I, way, he has to now guard Joseph. Yeah. Ooh. Joseph is the second highest rank. Yeah. Like, I can't have somebody like that guard in my life. Joseph's... Can you imagine the night before he was sleeping on the floor in the jail cell with a bunch of people? This next night. So, like on Saturday night, he was sleeping on the floor yep. in the jail. Sunday night, he's sleeping on the... Huge king size bed with feathers and concubines. Yep, <laughs> he didn't have concubines. Oh no, he had concubines. Of course, he, he didn't have concubines. He had them available. Yeah, concubines always available. He in didn't. The place. Par- he may not partake, but he That's had them what, available. But he meant partake. He might. He might. You don't know. Never, Never know. know. This is, hey, this is Genesis, guy. This, there's multiple here. We need people there's to. Mul- we need. We got to be fruitful. Multiply. We got to multiply. Fruitful and multiply. Pharaoh said to Joseph, "I hereby put you in charge of the entire land of Egypt." 
Pharaoh then removed his signet ring from his hand and placed it on Joseph's finger. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, now they're engaged. He dressed, <laughs> he dressed him in fine linen clothing. He hung a gold chain around his neck. Chains. Oh, this guy's dating. <laughs> then he had Joseph ride in the chariot reserved for his second in command. Side, like a side he chip. just signed. He signed Joseph to the record label. <laughs> 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 this sounds very suspect, man. I'm gonna give you a ring, a chain, give you new clothes, and then give you my side piece car. <laughs> and wherever Joseph went, the command was shouted, "Kneel down!" So Pharaoh put Joseph in charge of all of Egypt. And Pharaoh said to him, "I am Pharaoh, but no one will lift a hand or foot in the entire land of Egypt hmm. without your approval." Wow! Oh, Potiphar, you getting it? You gonna catch these? Yeah, I, said, I am, I am Pharaoh, but no one will lift a hand or foot in the whole country without your approval. We don't move until you tell us to move. No, we don't. But don't don't get it twisted. I'm still Pharaoh. Yes, don't get it twisted. Well, yeah, but Pharaoh is completely entrusting yeah the affairs of the country into Joseph's very, hands. Very very risky. I'm just saying from a strategic point of view as, it, it, as a it, king it, yeah you really don't want to give somebody you don't go power. zero to 100 I like think, that i think he can he can at any point recant or step you know that's how you lose your kingdom guy yeah that's how you, you get a charismatic guy who mm-hmm. begins to control levels of actually things people need like food yep. <laughs> you know what i mean now they 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 now the, their they loyalty him. is to him yeah yep and the jailer like already the jailer the dude in jail he's probably going to elevate him mm-hmm. the warden and so he's he's gonna be part of his inner circle. Now the guy's gonna start building his own conglomerate yep. within your kingdom, which it's is what not. I would do. Oh, immediately. Yeah. Pharaoh renames Joseph an Egyptian name, Zephanath Paniah. Zephanath Paniah. You can't just say Joseph. Don't mind him. Don't mind you confusing Zephanath Paniah. You just can't say Joseph. Well, he wants to, he's he's now an Egyptian. Give him a wife too. He also mm-hmm. gave him a wife whose name was Asenath. <laughs> I don't know why you guys are laughing. <laughs> why are you laughing? Oh. <laughs> she was the daughter Asenath. of Asenath. <laughs> That's good. You guys are so immature. <laughs> she was the daughter of Potiphar, the pri- the priest of On. Oh, no. So Joseph took charge of the entire land of Egypt. He was 30 years old when he began serving in the court of Pharaoh. You see? That means the Potiphar's wife was like... No, what? this is like years. This is, like this years. is years later, He's too. He's in jail for years. So that means she must have been much older then. Yeah. But not like 200 years, though. <laughs> I'm, thinking at, I'm thinking at this point in the Bible, I think people were living like regular ages now. Because they... Because, yeah, it might be in Genesis, but it's not chronological. It's not like it's... Right. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> so this might have... Because this is Egypt we're talking about. Egypt is a, is an, its own country. Yep. yep. And the world power. Right? So we're talking about way later. Yep. Yeah, later. So uh, Joseph left Pharaoh's presence. He inspected the entire land of Egypt. He started going... To, he went to work. He got to work. Like real work, mm-hmm. too. Yep. Inspecting the land of Egypt. As predicted, seven years... The land produced crops and, um, you know, a lot of abundance yield. during those years. Good yield. Good yield. 
Joseph gathered the crops grown in Egypt. He stored them, um, and uh, he piled up huge amounts of grain like sand on the seashore. He finally he he stopped keeping records because there was so there was too much to measure. The guys just racking them up. During this time, before the first famine, um, let me let me read that again. During this time, before the first of the famine years, the two sons were were born to Joseph and his wife. Wow, ass and a half, ass and a half. <laughs> Joseph named his older son Manasseh, for he said, "God has made me forget all my troubles and everyone in my fa- in my father's family." Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Joseph is not bitter at all. <laughs> guy holding that beef for 15 years. He named he, his son after that, too. Yep. He named his second son Ephraim. And he said, because God has <laughs> God has made me fruitful in the in this land of my grief. Wow, my grief. laughing. These are his kids' names. These are the these are the interpretations and definitions of his kids. This guy using his kids as weapons of, bro, of wrath. Bro, you should have just should have just named them Egyptian names. Honestly, <laughs> a guy gets testicular cancer. It's like I'm gonna name my son Testiculus because <laughs> representing representing all that I was lost, taken away from I me. I lost my balls. Exactly, like guy. They have their own lives to live. You know, right? They got their own life to live. You're not going to be walking around with with your life story as your name. God has made me fruitful in this land of my grief. I've forgotten everybody in my father's family. What the heck? (laughs) This guy's a jerk. This stuff is weird, man. It's a weird dude. (laughs) Uh, At last, the seven years of good and abundant crop yield ended. And the seven years of famine began. Just as Joseph has predicted, the famine struck all the surrounding countries. But uh, of course, because of Joseph's planning and leadership, Egypt was okie dokie. Okie dokie. Plenty of food. Eventually, however, the famine spread throughout the land of Egypt as well. And when the people cried out to Pharaoh for food, Pharaoh told them, Go to Joseph and do whatever he tells you. So with the severe famine everywhere, Man, Joseph this, this opened up his storehouses and distributed grain to the Egyptians. This pharaoh was just chilling. The guy literally had no worries. Guy, guy e- every, that's what Joseph does. It's just no worries. No worries for his boss. Any person who's his boss is just chill. You have the easiest job in the world. In the world. In the world. All so you, you do is check in with him. Just point them to Joseph and he'll take care of it. Yep. And, and by the way, you don't just point him to Joseph. Point them to Joseph, you know. And then he's like, well, I don't know what to do. No, he, no. he has solutions for he know, Yep, he knows exactly what to do. Amazing. Every one of his uh, guys, they're just, they, they're love just, him. they love him. Uh, and so there's a lot of food in Egypt. After the famine ate the normal crops, then Joseph opens up the storehouses. We still got more. We got store it. them. He distributes, it, he distributes it to Egypt, throughout Egypt. Even so much so that people from all around came to Egypt to buy grain from Joseph because the famine was severe throughout the world. Wow. <clears throat> Join us next week for part four. Ooh. It's all coming together now, all isn't it? All coming together. It's all coming, it's all coming together. together. Josie Joseph. 
Follow us on all your podcast platforms. You know them. Email us your thoughts. I'm really not happy that Potiphar's wife just didn't get any comeuppance, though. It, it just didn't say that she didn't. I'm sure. I'm sure Joseph did something. I'm sure. I hope he did. Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah. Exactly. You can't. No. No. You just can't leave those people. You can't leave those type of people in the circle if you want progress. I don't think she'll be in his circle. No, but not. she's in the palace. She's she is. So yep. You can't you can't have those kind of people around you if you want to progress. Or maybe his lack of vengeance. I don't know. Maybe that serves him good as well. I'm, I'm sure he does. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he does in God's eyes. Yeah. But I still, you know, I still want my pound of flesh though. One way or the other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pound, pound of flesh or pound of flesh. You decide. Up to you. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble for this one, man. You're, you're going to get in trouble, trouble for more. this one. It's not just this one. This one. This, this is church stuff, guys. And my mom listens to this thing, so uh, you did it to yourself. Yep. Yeah, I regret that. <laughs> <laughs> I regret that big time, man. <laughs> well, he's going to get a WhatsApp call. He's going to get a WhatsApp call tomorrow. Oh, Junior, you're not even joking. You ain't kidding. Junior, <laughs> I love it. I don't like it. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us uh, again. Come back for part four, the finale of the story of Joseph mm-hmm. next week. Um, in the meantime, if you're gonna be a monkey, be a silverback. Eat more plantains. Listen to more Bible and plantains. Thank you for listening. Jaja, Gwenu, Chia.